This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The second coming of the Scorpions, if you like, or Scorpions 2.0, could be a step closer to reality after Cabinet approved the National Prosecuting Authority Amendment Bill. So in October 2022, uh, the when President Cyril Ramaphosa tabled his implementation plan in response to the report of the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture, he announced that the National Prosecuting Authority Investigating Directorate would be made a permanent body with powers similar to those of the disbanded scorpions. About 10 months later, the bill uh, to effect this has now been approved. Let's speak to investigator at Open Secrets, Risa Pather, joining us on the line. Good morning to you, and thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, and good morning to your listeners. Okay, so let's talk about um, what is uh, a, the, what this what all means here. I mean, let's firstly talk about the big difference that exists now currently between the Hawks, as we know it, and the Scorpions, as it was then. Okay, so the Hawks, as we know it, is basically um, a unit within the police force that reports to the Minister of Police. Um, and the Scorpions, as they were back then, were essentially a kind of investigative units within the NPA, but they were prosecutions-led. So the units would kind of investigate cases with the point of prosecuting those cases in the future or in due time. And obviously the the Scorpions did not report to the Minister of the Police because they were within the NPA. Um, They were sort of their own uh, separate structure from the police, which at the time was very important in terms of independence for that unit. Right. So this, uh, okay, now the move to go in this direction, it all, it all on paper would seem like a good idea or a great idea, especially if we are this consensus that the Scorpions was a more effective crime-fighting body. The issue, though, will it not come down ultimately to resources that are um, allocated to such a body? Because you might well establish it, but render it completely ineffective if you don't uh, give it the necessary resources. I think that's definitely a concern. Um, and the NPA itself has over the years said that, you know, it's concerned about budgeting constraints to come and that Treasury might um, limit its budget in the future. I think another issue is that the Scorpions were quite an elite crime-fighting unit in that they had very, very competent investigators. Um, and because of that, they also had a very high uh, conviction record. I think the NPA and the IG in particular at the moment, um, perhaps they're hoping that if the ID becomes permanent through this bill, that they will be able to employ more competent investigators. But we need to see the proof of that, obviously, because at the moment, it seems like the cases that are being led by the ID are not doing as well as we would have hoped in court. Right. What will be the next, uh, I mean, what, what will be the main factor, or at least uh, if you make it permanent, that's, as I said, that would be a starting point. What would that mean then um, in terms of the people that are there? I mean, how many of them were anyway employed on a permanent uh, basis uh, or what percentage of the people that are there that currently make up this, uh, the, the independent directorate? And was it on the understanding that they would eventually uh, be appointed on a permanent basis? Well, we must remember that when President Soromaposa established the investigating directorate, it certainly was not meant to be a permanent uh, unit within the NPA. Uh, the investigating directorate initially was just there 
to sort of deal with state capture cases. And there was an expectation that eventually those cases will be dealt with um, and there would be no need for the ID. But as we can see, um, through the new bill, the investigating directorate would become a permanent unit within the NPA that would then also be tasked not just with dealing with state capture cases, but all forms of grand corruption. Um, and I think this is a massive push, push in the right direction. It would, given our history, it would become very important that the NPA has a unit that specializes in dealing with grand corruption uh, cases and that is able then to attract the necessary skills because I think your question sort of hits the nail on the head. Mm. There is an issue with people not wanting to work in a position that might not have job security over the long term. Um, and so if the IG were to become a place where people could say, okay, this is a permanent institution, I'm able to work here for a very long time, it might attract the type of people who we need to be working on these cases. But for now, this is just sort of hopes and dreams, I would say. We need to see it come into effect once the bill comes into effect. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think one of the things that the Scorpions had going for it uh, at the time it was said was the specialized skills um, that uh, you know they employed the people who worked there were people with very specialized skills and had even received specialized training. Would this um, also be something that would have to become a consideration in establishing um, this independent investigating directorate on a permanent basis that you have to relook at the reskilling and so forth? Absolutely. Um, I think the new lane trial in particular highlighted the need for training inside the NPA. Um, It's interesting because when you read the NPA's annual reports, uh, there is funding that has been budgeted for training. But as yet, as a public, I don't think we've seen the benefits of whatever training has been done kind of come through in the cases that the NPA has undertaken. I mean, in terms of Nolane, there was a very basic error that was made um, in terms of evidence not being um, verified to the court in the way that it should have been verified. Um, And as a result, the case was thrown out. Um, And sure, there there might have been other procedural issues, but Mm. at, at the heart of it, there was a basic issue Um, of failing to handle the basics of the case, which then led to a very disastrous decision by that acting judge. Um, And so I definitely think skills training is important. It seems that we don't just need specialized financial skills training Mm. to prosecute complex financial crimes. It also seems that for some prosecutors, there might be more oversight needed uh, to prosecute Mm. cases in a way that is Um, in line with what we expect as a public and in line with the NPA's own policies. But also added to that, I don't think it's just a case of skills and competency. I think also that the NPA wants to become an an independent institution. So what does this mean? Mm. Right now, the NPA goes to the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice gives oversight to the NPA. And obviously, this is an issue because you want a national prosecuting authority that does not have oversight by the state um, and by the minister, for example, or the DG of justice in the Justice Department. You want it to be an entity that has a separate oversight oversight structure that is not linked to the state, Mm. because ultimately that can down the line lead to interference. And certainly during the era of Jacob Zuma, we did see that there was interference inside the NPA. And we've also seen interference in the Hawks, which reports to the minister of police. Risa Patha is an investigator at Open Secrets. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za 
or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.